0: Hey, everyone. I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Meg Rivas. And we're the Megs. We have a lot of fun laughing and learning how to squeeze the good out of today.
1: What's up, Red? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to call you Red this whole episode because it's, it's our Valentine's Day I episode. Know. It's
0: perfect. You're and wearing Red. You're wearing all...
1: Wearing That's my good. red lipstick, wearing my red fleece, which it's Florida, and I'm wearing a fleece. We had a little cold snap come through.
0: That will last um, all of two days, probably.
1: If that. Yeah. But listen, my blood has thinned so much. Guess what this cold snap is? Guess what the temperature outside is right it in now is? the 60s, is. and I'm freezing. It's, I think it's 64 degrees. <laughs> You're getting weak, man. You're getting it weak. It goes fast. I yeah. mean, I didn't even realize. Yeah. I turned, I turned the heat on last night, which is actually leads me to this story that I did want to tell you. Cause we haven't gotten to catch up in a day or so. Mm-hmm. Um, Haley Bell kept me up in the middle of the night. So if I'm dragging Ugh. a little bit, that's why she woke up at, um, gosh, it was like three something. And she was itching all over her tummy oh, no. and her back and Did she have like hives or something. I think like a heat rash or hives because we've never <laughs> turned on the heat. Did You turn the heat on too hot. <laughs> we, we've never turned it on. And she normally sleeps in like a tank top or a t-shirt. It's so hot. We're so far South Florida. It's just hot, hot all the yeah. time. Anyways, she, of course, she's calling for me. She doesn't call out for Logan. They never do. And so I go running into her room. She's like scratching all over herself, all over her back, all over her tummy. I see like the heat rash. I get the, you know, washcloths and stuff, and that's helping a little bit, but she wants, um, the cream that we put on her. And mm-hmm. so I go into the bathroom at this point, I'm just ticked off that I'm the one that's <laughs> awake and Logan is soundly, sound asleep, still sleeping. I'm so I did this number. I, I don't know if you've, do this or not. I was like slamming cabinets like <laughs> like in hopes. To try and get he, him
0: to wake up.
1: Yeah, in hopes Did that it he would have to wake no, <laughs> if he would have to wake up too. But I was like,
0: it's like a oh, superhero no. power of dads that they can sleep through anything. So mad. Yeah.
1: So I get the cream on her, get her, you know, situated, the heat rush is situated, but then she's up and she's my talker. Oh my she's gosh. like, hey, it's 4 a.m. Let's have a little, let's have a little <laughs> chit chat. So I was like, oh my word, I want to go back to sleep. So we uh, talked for a minute. We watched uh, Sophia, the first episode, Mm -hmm. and then she was still chatting. I was like, I can't, honey, I'm going back to bed. And so I went, I said, you can sit here and talk to yourself all you want. Mistake number one, because (laughs) I went back to my bed and guess what I heard? Haley Bell, because we're in a a small condo, so I can hear everything in her room. Can hear her talking to herself in oh the room. So then I get up and I'm like, okay, read a book. So we were just up all night. I'm so tired, Megan. I'm and sorry. No, Revis did not wake up.
0: Oh man, that's rough. <laughs> Grab another <laughs> cup of coffee, girl.
1: I know. Sorry. I know. I should be talking about like
0: how much you all love your husband. <laughs> love.
1: Yes. All things love. It's the Valentine's Day, and I do. You know what? even though that really annoyed me and I was like slamming cabinets in the bathroom to try and wake him up. Um, I really do love, love, love him with all my heart. And I'm happy it's Valentine's Day because we get to talk about all that lovey-dovey
0: stuff. I know. We're days away, I guess, from Valentine's Day. So do you do anything for your kids? I do, actually, because you know
1: I'm a gifter. So mm. Each girl gets a bag full of like goodies. Most, it's not anything expensive. Most of it is like Valentine's candy, you know, like a heart, you know, the chocolate heart box, right. and then a couple goodies from the dollar store. This year, honestly, for Audrey, I probably will do
0: like a Starbucks gift card. I know as they become teenagers, but I,
1: but we do do, we do do, Do do. (laughs) (laughs) I do give them Valentine's day gifts and then Logan's sweet. And he always gets the girls, uh, roses. We all three get a different color, a different color of roses. That
0: is really sweet. We don't, you know, I guess I've just set the bar really low for Valentine's day. So the kids don't have huge expectations of getting something. Cause I'm like, man, Christmas just ended like a month and a half ago. <laughs> they, they literally need nothing, but no, they need nothing. But I do want them to know, you know, that loved. I love them. I've seen on Pinterest, you know, where people do the hearts, and put them on like the kids doors every day, like February 1st through the 14th, oh, telling them I like one thing that. that they love about them. I thought that was cute. I don't know if <gasps> I, I, I could go a full 14 days. That's a lot for me, but I could maybe do a couple. I love our non-committal.
1: I know. <laughs> we are two of the most non-committal people. Listen, we really are. And we're in solid marriages too. Yeah, so we are.
0: So that can give everybody a little hope here, you know, that they can make it work. But I have seen that and I thought that that was really cute. Um, I thought about just writing each of them like a small little, a few things of why I love you note and kind of leaving it for them somewhere that they might find it. Um, but something that I actually am doing this year, in the years past, there have been times where I've just bought the colorful, um, M Ms and when yeah. they wake up in the morning, there's just where they sit at the breakfast counter is just the M Ms in the shape of a heart, and then they How gobble cute. them off. Just something simple. Yeah, but this year uh, I actually planned ahead. Okay, and there is a lady in our neighborhood who does those hot cocoa bombs. Have you heard about those? They were okay. huge here over Christmas.
1: It was a thing in Texas. Yes, it was. It never became a thing here. We well, did not do the hot cocoa she, bombs.
0: We we got them over the holidays. The kids loved them. And then I saw on her Facebook page that she were was doing these big like chocolate hearts that come with a mallet that they get to hit the heart <gasps> and it breaks apart and there's candy inside.
1: Yum. And that's so I the got
0: best. one for each of the kids. And so they don't know. It'll be fun. And and it's on a weekend this year. Um, so it'll be good. They'll wake up and all have their little candy heart with the mallet. And I think they'll love smashing it probably more than eating it.
1: I'm so proud of you, Red. I no, I actually thought ahead.
0: But that, I don't not have anything for did Ben. You, though.
1: No, oh well. <laughs> Listen, that's a whole other situation because are you doing
0: anything for logan?
1: He's not a gift person se- you know he doesn't want me to spend money so he'll actually probably just get some love <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what he wants most. It really. is. I mean I'm just being honest like that's he would rather me just he would just pay him some the attention lovin, mm-hmm. which you know turning 40 has changed a few things. I'm hoping that there's some other ladies out there that can like back me up on this. I'm just literally, my energy level has been so incredibly zapped and low. And so I just like, I could sleep all day every day and all night, if my kids didn't wake me up with heat rashes in the middle of the
0: night. Yeah, I know. I have, I think that, I mean, definitely hormone shift, you know, when we hit our forties, I don't know what it is. We probably all could use a good little doctor appointment, you know?
1: So what I did, I was telling a friend of mine, you know, that I had hit a little like lull in my energy. Like I just couldn't quite get my energy levels back up for anything. Like mm-hmm. I mean, coffee's not working, all the things aren't working. Um, I tried multivitamins, blah, 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 blah. And so she said, <laughs> don't laugh at me. She's
0: already, she knows me. Well, she you have told a smirk me, on your face, so I'm just waiting for it.
1: She told me to get these pills. Uh-oh. She calls them her sex pills. <laughs> They really actually, they're not the kind of sex pills that you're thinking. They actually just help with a woman's like adrenal glands. Okay. Which would help promote, you know, other things. And so her husband calls them also her sex pills. Well, I had her on speakerphone when I was telling her about all this, and Logan was sitting at the counter and he was like, ordering them now. Got them ordered. <laughs> I've already searched and found them on the Googles. (laughs) Amazon will have them delivered tomorrow. So did they work? No, they didn't work for me. So I don't magic pill yet. I don't think I had an adrenal gland problem. I think it's
0: literally probably
1: just a sleep problem. So yeah, but that was my
0: sixth. Pills experience
1: was. Oh my goodness!
0: Have you uh, ever downloaded any? This is going to sound funny. Any sex apps? Uh, no. <laughs> what? It I mean, sounds like... a lot more weird than it is. Okay, so you know Ben, my husband, he does a lot of marriage counseling actually, and so he has to really stay kind of in the know of different resources. He's not like doing sex counseling, but he'll do some marriage counseling that couples it's are struggling import- with different things. It's an important part of, of a marriage. Listen, right? We're not going to skate around this. Like, no, it is an important part of the marriage. Right. Okay. And so he has to really stay on the know of different resources and books and websites
1: but podcasts like a pro- that can
0: really but a- help. But appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And um, he also teaches a marriage class that's like an eight or nine week class. And one of the weeks is specifically for sex and affection in your marriage. And so with all of that comes him doing research and making sure that he has some good resources to share. So a couple of years ago, he found this um, one. It was recommended on a blog. Have you ever heard of To Love, Honor and Vacuum? No, but that's cute. It is. And she has some actually really great resources on her blog. I don't know. She probably even has a podcast, but, um, she recommended a couple of years ago. It was this app. I don't even remember what it's called now, but I had it on my phone. And so when the, when the iPhone recently, the last few months or whatever, six months did the new operating update, update, that app fell into my kid's game. (gasps) Section. Your sex your sex app? Did? Yes. Yes. Oh no. Yes. Oh and my so gosh. There was one day that, you know, my son picks up my phone and he's like, "Hey, can I play a game on your phone?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And he scrolls, you know, to the new part of the iPhone that clumps some, you know, in sections, and he goes to the game and he was like, "Mom, what's this intimacy app?" And I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> so I'm deleting it. Yeah, well, I, delete, tried, delete. I tried to move it to get it out of it. But so the reason it was falling in the games is because it has a game in there like that husband and wife can play. You know, it just has a lot of resources and stuff. And so that's it was okay, categorized well, I as a need game.
1: To, I need to put this app on my phone. So it's called the
0: No, no, no. We found another one now. Oh, OK, so once I deleted that on the phone, I was like, Ben, you can't be recommending an app to moms that on their phones is going to fall into the game section that their kids could find, you know? Yeah. And so we started looking around and uh, found another one that's called, I think it's called Intimately Us. I'll I'll post the link or whatever in our show notes. It is cute. I really like it. So we downloaded it. And I think what I like about it the most is it it's- has these reminders I think that's the biggest thing for me is that we get so busy. We have so many things going on in our life that even just the simple reminder of, you know, hey, go kiss your spouse or, you know, hey, tell your spouse you're proud of them because that's kind of the buildup, you know, in a marriage. And I do
1: like that, that intimacy and passion, intimacy, passion encompasses a lot more than just sex, right? Right. Right. I I know it does for a woman, right? So I just think that is important. I think that's what I tell Logan a lot of times is it's not that, you know, I don't want to, or anything like that. It's, I literally just get busy doing all the things there are th- and I'm ADD too. So there's thousands of things swirling around my brain at all times. And so maybe yeah, I need so, to download the app. I need oh, a good reminder.
0: This is a good one because it and will- I put in there like, loving for Logan. Okay. So yeah, listen to these reminders. And so you can set these reminders. You can turn the reminder on or off. You can set the days that you want it to remind you and the times. So if you want it to, if you want it to remind you once a week or every day. So these are some of the reminders, uh, remind me, um, to express appreciation to my spouse. Oh, remind me to plan our next date night. Remind me to make my spouse smile. Does Ben have this on his phone too? Yes. Yes. Uh, remind me that I'm sexy just the way I am. Like, I think I need that reminder. So it's a reminder for yourself even, you know, um, remind me to initiate, uh, lovemaking, uh, remind me to flirt more often. So you, it has all of these reminders that you can set and turn on, and then you'll just get the reminder on your phone. Logan, I guarantee would be like, remind my wife to be naked in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. But yeah, so that's just one of the things on this app. There's articles that you can read. There's, um, 40 questions to ask your spouse. I mean, all sorts of things. So it's, it's, it's a good okay, one. What's, just the name kind of that, what's the name of that app? That's the one I want to download. Yeah, this is a better one. Intimately Us.
1: I, this might be his Valentine's Day gift. Hey, Here you go. guess what? I downloaded just for you, buddy, but you've got to put it on your phone too.
0: Yeah. So at least now this app isn't falling into my kids' gaming section. Oh, man. On my <laughs> but I'm glad you've had the, you know, talk with
1: davis obviously and
0: reed so we just had the talk with reed she's in fourth grade we bit we actually gave the talk to both of them in fourth grade which for some i know seems a little early but we're kind of in the mindset of we want our kids to hear it from us before they hear it from anybody else so but with reed um We actually did a girl's weekend. This was back in the fall. We did a girl's weekend with another one of her friends and the mom, because the mom and I are friends and we took them to, you know, a hotel and we had dinner out and made a special, you know, got our nails done, made a whole special weekend of it and told them about, you know, sex. And (laughs) it was really funny. (laughs) Having that conversation with your kids, like it is awkward.
1: It can be really awkward. You know, it's going to be awkward. And I know we want to do a whole nother episode just on this topic too. So because it's
0: important. I, I mean, I think one of the, I have friends that their kids are my son's age in sixth grade and they still haven't told their sons about sex in middle school. You know,
1: you know, they're hearing it already, but just now they're hearing it from uneducated kids probably. Yeah. So it's, it, it, I do feel like it's super important. Obviously our teenage daughter we've had the talk with, and there's a funny story behind it. And I will tell anybody that asks me privately, but I want y'all all all to know (laughs) anytime we talk about things on the podcast, we try to reach out and just, if, especially if we're talking about other people or our family members, we try to get their permission first, Right. I do not have her permission to share this story on the podcast, but she knows that we share it privately with others because it can help. It is funny and it does help. So, um, I know that there's people out there probably listening that have heard that story from us and are like, oh, yeah. Uh, but no, so we did, Audrey was in, I think she was in fourth or fifth grade too. Yeah. When we ended up telling her, um, Haley Bell hasn't, even asked. She's had no question. She hasn't asked. She's in third grade, but I told Logan, I still think I want to tell her versus when they have that, you know, they have to watch that video at school
0: and see that's in the springtime in fourth grade for my kids. And so So, that's a big reason of why we, even though they don't talk about sex at school, but it's about puberty and you're changing, but I still want them to have the context of it. So, so,
1: I think in the next year, I probably will have the talk with Haley Bell. So, maybe we need to do the episode sooner
0: than later. I on, know. I on think all the talks. When we told um, Reed, when we had that talk with Reed, I think the funniest thing that came out of that. So, the whole weekend, she kept talking about at home before we went on our trip, our girls' trip, is how much she wanted waffles for breakfast. Like when we went to the hotel, she loves hotel
1: waffles, hotel
0: waffles. Like she wanted like the real deal. She was so excited about them. She was talking about how she wanted to have waffles at the hotel. And so then, you know, we leave and have our hotel weekend. She learns all about sex, all of that deer in headlights, you know, moment with the girls. It was Pretty funny. And they were like, okay, that's enough. Can we go swim now? <laughs> you know, they were over it. And, um, but when we came home, so Davis, our oldest, he knew what the weekend was for her. Like he knew, oh, she's having a she's talk. Like she's, she's getting the talk, getting the yep. main talk here. And, um, and so we came home and, uh, you know, Davis was kind of teasing her in a way, but he was like, so, you know, Reed, how was your weekend? Cause he knew right. Mm-hmm. What it was like. And she was like, I never want to eat waffles again. I never want to hear about waffles. So like it became this nickname that she <laughs> had, she's nicknamed sex waffles. waffles. <laughs> and then, so now that is my children's Name for sex is waffles. <laughs> it's hilarious.
1: It's so even... Davis was like, How how were the waffles? And though? she was like,
0: I never want to see waffles again. I never want to talk about waffles. I never want to eat waffles. Like, I'm over the waffles. <laughs> and we were like, wait, did you just make a sex joke about waffles? That's <laughs> so funny. So now that's like their that's kind of our though. inside joke with the kids. In fact, Davis had to fill out this um, this form, he applied for a leadership thing in his youth group and, uh, for middle school and high school, the form was definitely geared more towards a high schooler filling it out. They don't get a lot of middle school kids filling it out, but he did. And one of the questions on it was, you know, have you ever had sex? have you drank, you know, have you smoked that kind of stuff? No,
1: I have not eaten waffles.
0: And he even <laughs> said, he was like, dad, why are they asking about waffles? I mean, so it's like, <laughs> it's like the joke now in our family. I
1: hope days. I never come stay with you and I'm like craving waffles. Oh, like, it's going to be like banned. The name
0: has been, I think, yeah, waffles have been totally ruined for my children, which is fine because I don't have a waffle maker anyway here, so. <laughs>
1: that's so funny. So, um, yeah, I I will have to have, you know, we actually know some really great people who have centered like their whole um ministry in their heart and stuff is around having talks with your kids. Right. So, um, we will definitely do a future, I'm sure a future episode or two on that, but want to kind of keep things Valentine's-y.
0: Do
1: you get get Valentine's for Ben?
0: No, I'm so lame.
1: Well, do you at least like go back down memory lane and like be like, do you remember when we were young and
0: lovey-dovey
1: dating?
0: We don't even do that. Isn't that terrible? I mean, Valentine's is just not a huge... Holiday for us in this house. Every holiday is huge in my house. Well, that's because you love (laughs) gifts. You know, you're such a big gift giver. And so you love like making a thing of it. I don't decorate for it, I don't do a whole lot. Well, what made you like absolutely,
1: Ben? You're welcome, by the way. This is your Valentine's gift. I'm helping out here. (laughs) What made you fall in love with Ben? Like, how did
0: you pick? Him? That's a really good question. Um, okay, so we met, you know this, but just for everybody listening, we met after college. Uh, I don't remember how much we told on our meet the spouses episode, but we met after college, our friends introduced us. And but when we met, I had already committed to go overseas for a whole year to Russia. Um, I and, know
1: where this is going. Yes. I love this and one. so,
0: you know, we did the in-person dating with each other, uh, man, for just a few months, I think before I left town and moved across the world really. And it was, I had been there maybe in Russia for four or five months and they always had a trip planned for the parents. Cause I was kind of with a, a lot of other young adults and they had, um, a trip plan for parents to come visit all of us around the holiday season in Russia, and my parents all decided that they didn't want to come or they couldn't come, and so Ben came instead. So he it was the his only boyfriend that came. It was everybody else's parents, and, parents. and then yes. my boyfriend that came. So he it was a grand gesture. It was a huge grand gesture. I mean, he, we, that was back in the day. You know, however many years ago when. There was no Facebook and, you know, what is Even it? Even the-, the cell phones you paid by the minute. Yes. I mean, he was buying like, you know, those calling cards. Was he writing you letters? Uh, we did write letters. Emails, it- emails. Yeah, it was more of emails. And then um, we had like our standing talk you know, standing phone call once a week. Cause we had to work out the time zones. I had four other roommates. We all had one phone. We don't have cell phones. Like it was just different, you know, however many 20 years ago.
1: So when he flew across the world to see you, did
0: you know then or what happened next? Um, we, you know, we kind of, we were we met them in Moscow, Moscow. Moscow. Yeah. And uh, we were there for a couple of days and then took a train. And then we came to Samara where I was staying. And that's the Volga River is where we lived on. And the whole thing in the wintertime is just solid ice. Like people drive on it. It's solid ice Whoa. or okay. people like, you know, c- carve the hole out and fish, jump in. No, they oh, jump they go in. With- yeah, what I know, crazy. No, anyway, we were out at the Volga River one afternoon, just the two of us walking around, and that's when he told me that he loved me for the first time. And so, Aww. I think just like the whole grand romantic. gesture, of it, yeah, and all of that. But the funny thing is, Meg, after he left, it was probably within three or four weeks, I was like, I want to break up with you. What <laughs> I did, isn't that terrible? I'm a but horrible y'all, person. But y'all didn't though. Did you break no, up? No, we didn't. Okay. Uh, I mean, he, he wouldn't accept it. He actually did not accept it. Yeah. He would not accept the breakup. We got in some, I was mad at him for something. I don't remember. And I just had never really learned how to deal with conflict. And so for me, oh, I'm mad. I'm just, I'm done. Like, okay, there's I guess no, that's how you no do fix. it. There's, there's no, no fixing, it. fixing it. Right. There's no fixing it. And uh, for him, he was like, uh, no. Let's, I just work told you, I this. loved you. Yeah. I let's go to Russia through this. Let's get to the other side of this conflict. And then if we need to split ways, we'll split ways, but let's work this out first. Let's not bail on it just yet. So he hung in there, man. <laughs> I think that's probably for me more of like a love story than anything else. Cause I needed that, you know, you needed somebody to say, um, I'm
1: rejecting your offer to break. Up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I, I knew that. he was, our whole family knew he was smitten over you. Like from day one, you could yeah. just see the way he looked at you was different. Like we, we all knew. So when he said he was, I feel like it wasn't go fund me. Cause they didn't have that back in the day, no. but I feel like we all kind of chipped in money to help him get to <laughs> Russia. Like we all knew this is, he needs to make this grand gesture. And- yeah.
0: And so when I came back, uh, you know, I was there for about a year. And when I came back, I guess in June, I was actually thinking of going for another year. And he was like, Yeah, that ain't happening. And he proposed.
1: He knew he was yeah. already going to propose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's our love that's story. Good
1: love story. I
0: know. It is a good one. It is fun to remember, but we just never do that for Valentine's. We should. Go on a date, take him down memory lane,
1: and then he your app will pop up and it will say it's time for some loving and <laughs> call it a day. There, Valentine's Day twenty twenty one done done.
0: I love it. <laughs> That's hilarious, Mike. What about you? When did you know that you just love love Logan? Oh gosh, I I know you were. I mean, you told the story. I fell
1: head over heels like fast, fast. and I
0: didn't want to. Like
1: I wasn't. I had just gotten out of kind of for high schoolish, college age ish kids, like I had already been in kind of a long term relationship and it was intense and that's not what I was looking for. I was kind of looking for more of the the dating scene, whatever, but I you can't help what the heart wants. I like I literally just fell head over heels fast for him. But um, shortly after our first date was actually Valentine's day oh. and he got me, um, Kenny Chesney, uh, oh,
0: tickets, right. we told this in to the that. spouses yes, episode. Yes. Yeah.
1: So that was actually Valentine's day. Our, our first Valentine's day, right after we'd only been on, I don't know, a handful of dates, um, or not that many, because this was the first time he had held my hand. Mm-hmm. So he gave me, um, Kenny Chesney concert tickets. And then, um, he knew that I was having trouble waking up. I needed a new alarm clock. <laughs> I had set it for something. I'd seen your itis, I'm sure. And, He had just remembered that in conversation. And I know it sounds like, oh, that was- You're such a
0: gifter. So that was huge for you. It
1: meant the world to me because here's what it signaled to me, being a gift person, which everybody, I I highly recommend everybody should read the five love languages. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Valentine's, read the five love languages, figure out what love language your spouse and your children speak and how they show love. It's huge. It's been- definitely key to helping in our marriage. So he knows I'm, well, at the time he didn't, but now he knows I'm a gift person. That's how I feel the most loved. That's how I give love to. So, um, but what it signaled to me, this alarm clock was he listened to me. Like I maybe brought this up in one conversation, kind of in passing. And he remembered, and he got it for me. So he gave me concert tickets, um, this alarm clock, and, of course, roses and stuff. And so that was our first Valentine's Day.
0: That's really sweet. I'm and glad you brought that best. book up because that is a good one. The What are the five? Let's see. There's the gifts, acts of service. Physical fi- touch. Physical touch. Words of affirmation. Quality time. Quality time. That's right.
1: So my um, Haley Bell is... Physical touch. She is a hug. Extraordinaire. She is a hugger. She's a cuddler. That is when she feels the most loved. She will crawl up in your lap whether you want her to. It's almost like a dog. Like yeah. you're sitting on the couch whether you want her in your lap or not. She is going to be on your lap. Her arms around you. She just wants to be cuddled. I mean, from early on, I knew physical touch was one of her primary love languages. Um, Audrey is definitely uh words of affirmation, but bordering quality time.
0: So yeah, I, I would say right now it, my kids have changes. a few. Mm-hmm.
1: I they think for kids, and there is a kids version too. So there's a kids mm-hmm. version and a um and an adult version of uh the five love languages. And I think the kids, because they'll need different things at different times as Mm -hmm. they grow and develop. So I have seen Audrey's kind of shift and change here a little bit. So as she gets out of her adolescent years as as a teenager and a young adult, I'm really curious as to what her primary love language really becomes. You Mm -hmm. know,
0: we joke because uh, Ben and I do, because I feel like mine is uh, constantly changing. Uh, My a well a well rounded yes. person. I mean, it really from season to season. I mean, one day it might be acts of service where he does something. and I'm like, oh, thank you, that was huge, you know, without me asking. And then he might do it again, and I'm like, eh, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> because it's already changed on to Keeps him words, on his toes. <laughs> it does. Like the words of affirmation one week might be better. I mean, it's constantly a change for me. And I've taken the test. I mean, because you you can find them even online. And yeah. I even you can even find the kid ones online. My kids have taken it online. And uh, I mean, I've taken it and it does it. Mine shifts. It's really funny.
1: So for those that have never heard about this book, what it does is you take it. And it's not a personality test. It's Mm-mm. more about like, hey, what makes you feel the most loved? Is it somebody taking you out on a date and spending one-on-one time with you? Or is it a note of just affirming, encouraging words? And you right. kind of pick between those two, like which which one does make me feel better or, you know, it's that kind of test. And so every person, the thought is every person has um, kind of a primary way that they feel loved in a primary way that they show Love. Right. And um, but at the end of the book, it does talk about how you really do. So, Megan, maybe you've accomplished because it talks about how you really do want to kind of try to encompass all showing people all of them. Right. So, all of the five love languages and loving people in all of those ways. But um I, it doesn't matter what age I've been, I've taken this test, I can't even tell you how many times. <laughs> It never fails. I'm such, it's so You are such strong. a gifter. It doesn't ever change. I mean, from my, when we were engaged, um, before we got married, we did premarital counseling, which I highly recommend that too. And, uh, I took the test then. So I was young, young twenties and I've taken it multiple times and every time I'm gifts.
0: Yeah. Not surprised. Meg, you're the one who shows it. up to a girl's night out with a gift bag for everybody that's there. I
1: have <laughs> to. I want all those ladies just to know that how They're much loved. I care. They're yes. loved and I care about them. I can't turn it off. I have no idea how to even change that about myself. It's so like a
0: huge part of me. So um, anyways. I love that. That but that's great. That's what and, and so growing up, my mom, the way that she really spoke love was with her words, words of affirmation is what she would speak to me. And, um, that was kind of how she loved me was through her words of affirmation. And to this day, I mean, if Ben's like, I don't know if that was a good thing that she did that all the time, because if I ask Ben something or ask his opinion about something and he doesn't have this like amazing response of, Oh, That's so great because my mom didn't just do words of affirmation. She did like over the top words of affirmation and exuberance and, you know, excitement when she was praising me for something. And so if Ben doesn't do that, sometimes I'm like, why do you hate me or something? (laughs) And he's like, oh my gosh, no, (laughs) like your mom ruined you.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's what marriage is, is like, it's just working through all of those things and figuring it out and saying, Hey, this is a, this is, I have like a problem. Like I need to take a hot minute or you're Mm -hmm. slamming cabinets in the middle of the night hoping they're waking up. But at the end of the day, you know, working through that because you love each other so, so much. So,
0: well, get the sex app. Have it remind get that. you of a little something, something for Valentine's. It'll be good. Yeah.
1: Well, what are we um, loving? We're going to squeeze the good.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. You want me to go first?
1: You go first. Tell everybody what you're loving this week. It is Valentine's. It is
0: yeah, Valentine's. this has absolutely nothing to do with not
1: mine doesn't, mine doesn't have anything to do with Valentine's either. How funny. I mean, I
0: guess it could... In the sense of if I'm getting ready for like a hot date, you know, with Ooh. my husband, it could work, but it's, so it's these face razors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're so 40 ish. I know. No, I love that. A hot date with our husband and it's a, a raised, a face razor. razor. Yeah.
0: So they're have you seen them? They're like these little, the brand I got was Chic, but they're these little, um, I mean, literally it's a razor on a stick and, but you can use it just to kind of help like, you know, clean up your eyebrows, a little, little mustache, you know, that might show up. I have blonde hair, so it does, it's not as noticeable for me, but with all the pandemic stuff, I haven't been able to go get my eyes, like my eyebrows waxed or threaded as much. So it's been great. Cause it's just a little zip zip with the razor okay. and it cleans up to, my eyebrows and I love
1: it. I need to get that. I mm-hmm. need to get that for sure. Okay. So, um, that is a good one It did make me giggle too. Mine isn't anything we're going to laugh about. It's just more practical, which how many times do I ever have a practical, but, um, I was tired of, um, my Tupperware drawer. Do y'all have the Tupperware drawer at your house?
0: Not really. I mean, I've kind of thrown it all out over the years and just,
1: well, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. It's, so it just kind of looked old and, you know, some of the plastics melting and that's not that's healthy. Not healthy. Like, uh-uh. I just was kind of tired of having the grocery store brands like Tupperware and I mm-hmm. just wanted something a little bit better. So I found on Amazon, it's a set of, you can buy a 10 piece set or I think there's the other set is 14 piece. I'd have to go back and look, but it's, it's new Tupperware. They offer it in a plastic and a glass version, but it has like the click snap lids. It's oh, just yeah. nicer. Yeah. And it's dishwasher safe. It's microwave safe. And I didn't buy the glass ones because Haley Bell, one of her chores that she has to do is unloading the dishwasher. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. She's a little bit clumsy like I am. And I just was envisioning all of those shattering like within a week. So I got the plastic ones. That's my
0: good. We're old because our goods are uh, food storage and face razors.
1: Listen, I'm I'm just (laughs) like, we're just surviving the weeks at this point and squeezing the good this week. I am very, very excited about my Tupperware transformation. Yeah. I know,
0: so Tupperer now, drawer is. Now we just need to go. I guess squeeze our husbands for Valentine's Day. See how I did that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Megs podcast today. We have the best time talking about
0: <laughs> all the things. All the things. We love it, don't we, Meg? Yes. Well, y'all be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that we have. And then also come find us on social media. We want to connect with you at The Meg's Podcast.